The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Oh, Luna, how do you get so high? Welcome to Why We Are Here with empowerment coach, energy healer, and visionary author Sharon Rose Washington. Why We Are Here is a portal of heartfelt communication designed to inspire you with expansive words of wisdom, personal insight, and open candor from luminary guests around the world. Now, here's your host, Sharon Rose Washington. Hello, and welcome to Why We Are Here. I'm your host, Sharon Rose Washington, and my luminary guest today is Brian McKnight, Jr. Brian McKnight, Jr. is a young, eminent musical artist, writer, producer, singer, whose celebrity comes from hard work, determination, raw talent, and an example of what a rich ancestry can do for you if you heed the call. He's affectionately known by some as Archie and the son of the world-renowned musical artist, songwriter, and producer, Brian McKnight. For a few years, Brian McKnight Jr. and his brother Nico have teamed up and performed on stage while opening for their father as the Broken Robots. Together, they have a modern, sexy, yet edgy sound that really rocks. Now, we're proud to have him here with us on the Empowerment Channel, and I personally enjoy supporting young artists that are talented. When I first heard his music, I became an immediate fan, and he's earned his place in the music industry. I predict he'll take it by storm in only a matter of time. We've had, like, so many emails from people asking, you know, asking me, who is that singing at the beginning and the close of the show? Well, you'll all have a chance not only to meet him, but as an awesome treat, we'll play a few more of his spectacular songs during the interview. So let's welcome into our studio the talented luminary recording artist, Brian McKnight Jr. Hello, Brian. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. I'm excited it's, to be here. It's such a pleasure to have you. Before we go any further, who's Archie? Archie, he is, um, well, he's actually one of my favorite movie characters, to pay homage to him first, you know, in one of my favorite movies, Rock and Roller by Guy Ritchie, one of my favorite directors, he's honestly behind most of the things that I do, to be honest, but he's just a man, you know, he can be the right-hand man, you know, but you, people fear him, not because he's a bad guy or because he, you know, is violent, because they know he's there, he means business. He demands respect by his presence. So this is one of your, one of your personas. Oh yes, most definitely. Now, what's it like growing up in a musical family? Uh, it's in your DNA, and it's kind of like uh, talent from your pores. Uh, what instruments do you play? What's it like growing up? Uh, well, I play the piano, the drums. Finally, picking up the guitar. My little brother picks up any instrument. If it makes a tune, he can play it. So imagine having him and my father, which is also another musical alien, because <laughs> anything he touches, he can play. At any given time, you've got any kind of music being played, not only by them or by people they're listening to and just growing up from my grandparents and even my family on my mother's side. Just There was more music than you can possibly imagine. I had iTunes before iTunes. That's how I, I, the only way I can explain it, just the abundance of music that I was blessed with to hear before I even knew who the people were. It's just, that's what it was for me, honestly. Nothing but music. <laughs> Too much. So it's almost like instead of people walking around your home talking, people are walking around singing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All day, humming, singing, yelling, but they're singing. You know, <laughs> everything has... A tune, a song, everything has a melody. It's actually rather strange. People come over, and if they wait for us to sing, because they know it's going to happen. No, they, no one has to ask us to sing songs. We all just sing. That's how it, that's how it goes. 
That's beautiful. Yeah. Now, as far as the instruments, are you self-taught? You said the drums, uh, what, piano? Drums, guitar? piano, guitar, yes, all self-taught. All except for the guitar. My little brother's being patient with teaching me thus far. I'm finally picking it up, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm getting my Antonio Banderas on right now, my Desperado. <laughs> that's beautiful. And you said Nico, that's your... Oh, yeah, that's my... I don't like to call him my little brother anymore because he's not so little. My younger... Incredible brother. Yes, Nico. Now, you're both artists, and was it expected for you and Nico to uh, claim music as your profession? Um, no. Honestly, I was always expected to go to the NBA. You know, my dad's dream for me was to play ball, which I also thought I was going to do up until I was 16. And then I really, really started writing, and people started listening, and I felt that, that pull you know, that basketball never really gave me. And that's kind of what told me that that's what I needed to do. And Nico, we weren't really sure exactly what he wanted to do, you know, until he picked up a guitar. And for the last five years, he's, oh man, we've watched him go from novice to past expert. It's incredible for him to be so young. And only after been playing, like I said, not even five years is incredible. And now he's playing piano, he's playing drums, he's picking up woodwinds and brass. It's, it's awesome for me to watch, honestly. I love it. How, how tall are you? How tall are you? Because you I'm, said 6'4". Uh, yeah, Superman you're 6'4". Yeah. And what's funny is a lot of ball players they try to do music. Yeah, yeah. And um, honestly, I've been thinking about letting this music thing, or granted that this music thing happens this year, if I had the time to go back and train, I would love to get that 10-day contract and be the first person to successfully be able to do both. There you go. I don't brag about a lot of things, but I play ball. That's, that's what I do. <laughs> well, you also perform music very well. Now, for everyone out there, the opening song uh, for Why We're Here is written and sung by Brian McKnight Jr., and it's called Luna which is a beautiful title, and, and I fell in love with it the moment I first heard just a few bars. All I had to hear was the very beginning. Uh, Brian, can you tell us what inspired you in writing this song? Wow. Uh, the moon. You know, if, if anyone familiar with any of that will know, Luna is the moon for me. I, I can't remember a night that's gone by where I haven't gazed at the moon <laughs> a little longer than even I could probably know myself. And uh, I, that, for me, led to writing a song about it. I just, one day, I was actually, during the day, I was looking at the moon. Because it's been so vivid lately during the day, actually. It's been amazing. And I said, you know, I'm going to write a song about the moon. I went to the house, and that night it came. And um, I fell in love with it, honestly, as well. It's one of my favorite songs I've written to date. Well, thank you so much for letting us uh, have this song oh. for our show, because it fits. <laughs> You know, it fits the Empowerment Channel, oh, I love it. and it fits why we are here. And it has such a really high resonance, a high vibration, um, you know, and I talk about it uh, to others, to friends and people, uh, saying it, to me it has like harmonic codes. Oh. It has a lot of energy. Um, your music feels, feels kind of galactical. Uh, what, do you, what do you have to say about that? Um, for me, it makes sense. You know, I, I'm absolutely in love with space and stars and planets and you know, all of that together, you know, it's honestly been embedded in me since I was a lot younger, honestly. I remember traveling to space stations, you know, the one in Tennessee and whatnot, the Astro Camps in fifth grade, you know, I loved all of that. One of my few, you know, memories that I do have of school, you know, I've always been those times in science where we talked about that stuff and was wishing that they spent more time dealing with that, you know. And I feel like led me to explore it on my own, which is honestly a better route, I feel, because there's no bounds. And I've fallen in love with it even more now that I'm older. And the talk of commercial space travel now and this time is <laughs> exciting for me. You know, just the thought of having that chance to go, even if it's only for 15 minutes, would be incredible. So I actually talk about that in Luna, you know, the fact that we're almost there. Being able to do that. That's Beautiful. Well, with that said, why don't we take a listen uh, to one of your songs, which I also, I mean, I love this too, and it's entitled He Better Be Good to You. <laughs> oh, man, I, I love that song. I love it. 
uh, I wrote it just, I'd never heard anybody tell that story from that point of view, you know, about um, having a certain kind of a relationship with a woman and then she actually finding a real relationship, you know, and not really being able to be upset about it. <laughs> I, I never heard anyone touch on that. Okay, so let's take a listen to the song. Go with him if you have to Oh, I understand If I'm not meant to be your man It's cool, oh, it's cool But he better be good to you Said he better be good to you Well, said he better be good to you Some left to reminisce Like a fool Like a fool So we better be good to you We just listened to He Better Be Good to You. We have Brian McKnight Jr. here in the studio. This song was sung, uh, written, and produced by you. And uh, so it is, it's kind of, is it like a lesson for men and how they should treat women? I don't know if it's necessarily a lesson for men, but for both sides, honestly. You know, I, I try to, I don't want to say unisex, you know, because I always associate that with clothes, but. I definitely wanted to cater to both sides. This song is definitely the most because it's about, you know, <laughs> I don't want to use myself, but I've been in the situation, you know, to where you have a certain connection with someone, you know, and it may not be the whole 100% of what you would love it to be. And um, it's great for that time, but you sort of know you know, at some point, they may have or they may need to find someone or they may need a little more and uh, having to let them go, so to speak. But this, the catch for me for this was that he better be good to you. You know, that that for me signified the fact that I do really care, for one, that I'm not going to go anywhere, but I'm, you know, I'm going to be respectful of the fact that you have found someone. And I feel like that's, if the lesson of anything is just that respect, you know, just too much with the internet and whatnot now, people, there's too much talk, you know, too much talk. I appreciate you being honest with us about that. And I think a lot of people out there, not just young people, but a lot of people out there have been on both sides of the fence. Now, I mentioned that you and your brother uh, opened uh, or performed with your dad in concert. What was that like? Um, You know, we actually... I can't even say we opened for him, really. We would come out in the middle and sort of kick him off stage. <laughs> you know, we we had this whole little skit we would do, and, um, oh, I loved it. You know, those five years straight, 
literally on the road from 17 to 21 for me was some of the best experience-wise learning, you know, getting to see my father control a crowd, you know, firsthand, literally right there standing next to him or behind him off stage. I watched every show and begin and end his show, you know, and it was captivating for me every night. It was always new for me every night. You know, and I know it's the same for my brother. We would talk about it all the time, you know, and when it was our turn to come out and to get to use those things that we learned from him, you know, in the moment, it was some of the, it was, it was like being in the field, in the field training, you know, real time. That's what it was like for me. I wouldn't have traded it for anything. Now, where did the, uh, the, ner- the name, uh, the term broken robots, where did, where did that name come from? You know, Nico is actually the person who came up with that. He's always better at explaining it than me, so I would try my best. But broken robots, I know, if you look at what has happened in the, not just the industry, but the world now, you know, everyone seems to be programmed. Everyone seems to be doing the same thing. They're wearing the same thing. You know, they're talking the same thing. And it's not just slang anymore. It's actual words universally that everyone is using. And it's, it's actually really scary when you think about it. And um, me and Nico have always kind of seen ourselves as defective, you know. We're, we, we don't follow the trends, sort of speak, to the T to where that is all we do or that's all we're constantly thinking. We don't base anything that we create off of the masses, you know, in a commercial standpoint. That's not where we're at. Well, I found something online uh, linked to information about your concert tour, and this fan had to say, this family is so talented, it makes your jaw drop. And she said, I just went to the concert in Dallas, and it was amazing. They're awesome. You're at the edge of your seat, and it's a real deal, real talent. Uh, They play instruments right. They have amazing voices, and you don't want to miss them when they come into your town. So you've got some great fans out there. Now, didn't your brother and your father and you sing the national anthem? Oh, yeah. Okay, we're going to play it. We're going to play the national anthem. To sing our national anthem, please welcome national recording star Brian McKnight and his sons, Broken Robot BJ and Nico. <laughs> oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight o'er the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's Now, that was Brian McKnight, Brian McKnight Jr., and your brother Nico. The three of you were singing the national anthem. Where, where was this? Oh, no, we did it many places. Um, the most recent, I feel like, was actually NASCAR. We did it for NASCAR, and it was, it was interesting, to say the least, but I loved it. It was incredible. Now, that was beautiful. Do you, do you sing a cappella much? Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. 
acapella singing, just in my family, you know, that's what we do. We sing our grace a lot. You know, my grandfather's always leading something. We're always singing harmony. You, it's incredible. <laughs> well, that was one of the most beautiful styles of harmonization I've ever oh, heard. Thank you. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, we're going to have to take a short break, and uh, we'll be right back. But uh, before we go, if anyone out there would like to give us here on the Empowerment Channel, Voice America, their take on why we are here, go to isisrosecreations.com. That's I-S-I-S, Rose, R-O-S-E, creations.com. Uh, and, and go to the contact page to tell us your version of why we are here. And we'll choose the best of the best of answers and bring you on the show. And you will also receive a signed copy of my books, uh, How to Walk the Earth as a Goddess, and Pick a Positive Prayer, Climbing the Stairway to Ascension. And you know what, uh, Archie, Brian, uh, you know, would you maybe throw in a CD as well? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I would love to. Okay, so we'll also have a CD uh, thrown in with that from Brian McKnight, Jr., and um, so go to isisrosecreations.com or also Sharon at whywearehere.info. And we'll be right back with our guest, uh, Brian McKnight Jr. We're going to take a break. Thanks. Stay tuned. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Wouldn't you love to experience formidable, personal, transformational changes to highly benefit your life and those around you? Do you want to eradicate anything holding you back from living with focused clarity in a harmonious lifestyle of the highest of intent, vitality, and abundant well-being? Empowerment coach, energy healer, and visionary author Sharon Rose Washington is here to assist you in the revolution of your evolutionary self. In these unpredictable times, it is important to connect with one's own pure inner power base of expansive creativity heightened intuition, and radiant fulfillment. To contact visionary Sharon Rose Washington for information or to make an appointment, call 323-960-5167 or email Sharon at whywearehere.info for a free introductory consultation. For immediate empowerment coaching and energetic transformational healing services, please call 866-231-HEAL. That's 866-231-HEAL. It's time to celebrate the joyful life of the authentic origin you were meant to live. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Welcome back to Why We Are Here with empowerment coach, energy healer, and visionary author Sharon Rose Washington. If you have a question about the program or would like to share a comment, please send an email to Sharon at whywearehere.info. That's Sharon at whywearehere.info. Now, back to the show. Hello, welcome back. I'm here with my musical guest, talented Brian McKnight, Jr. Hi, Brian. Hi. What is up? Well, we went out listening to the national anthem like we've never heard it before. Uh-huh. As you mentioned, you've sung it many, many places, and I know that's amazing. Uh, you seem to have a very vivid imagination. How important do you feel the imagination is? Uh, uh, I feel like it's essential, if not the most important part of the process. You know, uh, I don't think I could do much of what I like to do if it wasn't for my imagination, if it, and if it wasn't for my belief, and that I could turn most of it into reality. So yes, I believe your imagination should be vast, very vast. Indeed. What other uh, producers, songwriters, I know you have talent in your family, but are there anyone, is there anyone that you've studied or that you like or you have to go to their concerts that have been inspirational to you? Oh, wow. That might be the longest list I have, you know. Uh, all the Michaels, Michael Cimbello, Michael Franks, Michael McDonald, you know, of course, Michael Jackson, that's not to be said, but the Stevie Wonders and the Bobby Caldwells, all the 80s rock bands, the big-haired rock bands, all the 90s rock bands, you know, that is some of the most influential stuff for me. Uh, Tim Minor, Commission, the Winans, all those heavy gospel groups, my uncle and them take six. You know, songwriters, even engineers, the Phil and Gaines, the Steely Dance, the Donald Fagans, that's, 
that's who I still listen to today. You know, I, I, honestly, when I go to study, it's it's usually you know the OGs. I, I can't I, I can't really name any of the newer artists. You know that I I study to honestly learn from and to add to my craft. You know, uh, it's all about that that real. Back when they were making real music, because they had to, no electronics, you know, it was all about the sound. You know? no, I'm, I'm a Kenny Loggins fan. Oh, I'm, Kenny, I, I would love to be the Kenny of our era. Yeah, someone know? told me, a little birdie yeah. told me that you liked him. I, I don't miss his concerts, oh, no. I love him, so. I would love to do the new concert at the Redwoods. I would love for that to be my live concert debut. And no one has done it like he did it in 94 or 93 when that was, when he filmed it, and it was just him and his band. Uh, I watched, I probably watch those clips on YouTube every day. Every day, probably. You know, when he brings Michael McDonald out, Conviction of, starting the show with Conviction of My Heart, that's probably my favorite Kenny Loggins song. You know, oh, I love it. Kenny, he's, he's the man. I actually just reached out to him a week or two ago because he's in a new band and they're traveling. He's actually in the band with another incredible songwriter that I love, so I'm hoping to catch them when they come. Yeah. Well, thank you for informing me on that. I didn't know that. (laughs) Now, you've performed all over the world. Um, Where is a memorable incident or something that uh, happened in a place you performed? You know, honestly, the most memorable was this past March when we got to go to the Philippines and we performed Marry Your Daughter in the stadium and they finally realized that it was actually me singing and not my dad. <laughs> oh, my yes. So then after our first press conference that day, we were there for four days. Honestly, we tell everybody they treated us like we were Justin Bieber. <laughs> you know, we caused a riot in the mall. It was, we couldn't walk the streets. We, it, it, was, it was a surreal experience to be over there and for them to, to be recognized like that. You know, was it was mind blowing to me, honestly. It was eye opening to me. <laughs> that's beautiful. Well, you just mentioned "Marry Your Daughter" because that's a major hit. So why don't we take a moment and um, and take a listen to the song "Marry Your Daughter" by Broken Robots. Sir, I'm a bit nervous about being here today. Still not real sure what I'm going to say. So bear with me, please, if I take up too much of your time You see in this box is a ring for your oldest She's my everything and all that I know is It would be such a relief if I knew that we were on the same side Cause very soon I'm hoping that I can marry your daughter and make her my wife I want her to be the only girl that I love for the rest of my life Give her the best of me till the day that I die Yeah, I'm gonna marry your princess and make her my queen She'll be the most beautiful bride that I've ever seen I can't wait to smile She's been here every step since the day that we met. So don't you ever worry about me ever treating her bad. I got most of the best done so far. And till death do us part, there's no doubt in I'm ready to start I swear to you with all of my heart I'm gonna marry your daughter Make her my wife I want her to be the only girl That I love for the rest of my life Give her the best of me Till the day that I die Yeah I'm gonna marry 
her my wife I want her to be the only girl that I love for the rest of my life And give her the best of me till the day that I die I'm gonna marry your princess and make her my queen She'll be the most beautiful bride that I've ever seen I can't wait to smile as she walks down the aisle on the That was beautiful. Oh, thank you. Now, did, you wrote that? Who wrote that? You, oh, yeah. I wrote that, yes. <laughs> what inspired that? Talk to me about that. You know, what's funny about that, actually, is it was a line in that Taylor Swift song. You know, she says, uh, what does she say? Um, I talked to your dad. Go ahead and pick out a white dress. And I mm-hmm. thought, I've never heard anyone write a song talking to the dad. You know, I went home that night, and I wrote it. And um, I made the track, I sang it, and I actually sat on that song for a year and a half because I didn't think anyone would like it. And to this day, I have no idea how it leaked, but it got on the Internet somehow, and that honestly started the fire for us. You know, we ended up getting almost just almost 50 million views. Now it's two or three videos actually are in the millions, and that brought us to the Philippines to be able to do that show with my dad and have that outcome, you know, that was... It was, it was incredible. So from all that to start from being on my way to the gym and accidentally hearing that Taylor Swift song, there was a reason, you know, there was a reason. Well, it's an honest song. It's a, it's a pure song, and it's tradition coming back, and to hear a young person like you singing with such honesty and tradition, and it has a yeah. country feel to it. In oh, country music, people love favorite. it. Yeah. Country music is definitely my favorite, I feel like. It influences my melodies. If you listen to most of my melodies, they are country melodies when you break them down, for sure. <laughs> Do you feel music's changed uh, much over the years? Uh, there's so much hip-hop at the mainstream forefront. Uh, what do you think about music today? You know, I, I think about it, and I talk about it with my, with my boys a lot. And actually, just recently, I've started to think that I don't necessarily think that music itself has changed. But everything has become more commercial. I feel like it's had to cater to that more so just on the pop Bueller side. There are still plenty of incredible music being made. That's just not what you'll find first. You know, I'm trying to urge people, a lot of my peers now, more to just be more open. You know, dig a little deeper. Don't just scratch the surface. If you love this so much... I guarantee you that there are some things out there that you haven't heard of that you will truly enjoy if you just give it the chance. I feel like those people at the forefront, you know, at the head of everything, know that you kind of have to give them the dumbed-down version of things first to attract them. And right now, that's all there is with social networking being the runner of it all. You know, it's that fast What's going to grab them first? You know, it's that gimmick. It's, you know, that's what's changed. Do you think it's more of a business now, even the music industry, in so many words, itself? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, and that being what has become the driving force, it's not necessarily the quality of the song anymore, rather than the business scheme behind it. I feel like that has a big factor of what songs are picked you know, which songs are placed, you know, that is a big thing to do with it. What about technology? Do you think that's, you know, changed music much? Oh, yeah. I feel like technology, as much as it has influenced it in a negative way, the positives, you know, I, being that I, I've set up and broken down studios since I was 11, you know, I've always been a part of that process first, so I've definitely seen it progress from those big boards and studios to now, like, I could run my studio at home now off basically my laptop, you know, to where for me, being that I play all my instruments and I do all my songwriting, you know, as quick as I can, it helps a whole lot. But there's also the times where you have these people as more for just singers. You know, I feel like singers have gotten a lot of leeway 
because of technology to where it's almost made us lazy, you know. And I don't want to just say auto-tune because it's honestly not just auto-tune. You know, I don't think people really believe how much you can actually manipulate a voice. It's not just pitch anymore. It's clarity. It's tone. I've got a plug-in on my computer where I can actually change the throat sound of my voice. It's insane to think of what you can really do now. It's, it's incredible. Do you feel you, uh, your purpose, you have a purpose and it, you're serving it through your music? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I know for a fact that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, I wake up every day knowing that I have to contribute with my music. And if there's something else down the line that is bigger than that, I know that the music will be my platform. Well, you've also done some acting, I, I, I know, and, and I'm wondering if that's a passion of yours. You, you just did a film. Tell us a little bit about it a couple of months back. Oh, wow, yes. I would, I would love to act. Film is probably my second closest love that I cherish so much. I did a film earlier this year called Note to Self with um, a friend of mine, Christian Keyes. He's a filmmaker. He's an incredible writer, an incredible actor himself. And um, he just happened to come over to the house a couple of months ago and asked me if I wanted to be in a movie he was in. And I didn't really think of it much at the time, to be honest, but then I got the call and um, I got to go down there first time, you know, being on the set, I really caught that bug, you know, cameras are on and it's that time for you to really show up and be, you know, that character. Oh, there, there was no more of an adrenaline rush for me. It was just like being on stage, you know, and that's what I, that's what I live for. You know, uh, acting is definitely something I'm honestly going to get into. It's going to happen, definitely. So you're a performer at heart. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, as you know, this is the Empowerment Channel, and your music is empowering. Uh, what empowers or motivates you? You know, it's, there's been so many things. As I've gotten older, you know, it's been different things. When I was younger, it was... Supporting my mama, you know, of course, you know, living in North Carolina and all that. I wrote maybe 60 or 70 songs, you know, that was being my, that was, and it was only because I knew that I, it had to be me. You know, I took on that man of the house role when I was 13 and that I feel like instilled that, that, that work ethic in me that like that, that feel that need to have to take care of. And that just made me more efficient you know, and how I work and getting things done and leaving me enough time to handle everything else as well. And now I feel like as I've gotten older and I know that I've taken care of enough to kind of chill now and think in a lot, you know, broader sense of things, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a lot, it's a more worldly need, I think. I feel like there is a definite void where there should be a voice that is talking not just to the youth, but to everyone now that isn't being fulfilled. And I can always, uh, you know, and that's Marvin for me. That's Marvin Gaye. You know, when he, when he came with the What's Going On and the Mercy and Me and those songs, you know, after he showed everyone that he could talk about love and all that, that's the easy part. You know, and I feel like Luna and these newer songs that I've come with, If We Survive songs, where I'm talking about more of people coming together, and not in the movie sense, but in just the understanding. We don't have to agree on everything, but let's just understand. It doesn't have to be a fight or a struggle. You have your opinion, I have mine. Why can't they both thrive? Kind of like like win-win, win-win situations. Yes, exactly. And I know that music will just, it'll be that, that force that'll get me in there to kind of do all the other things. You know, to show. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, but before we uh, we take our break, we're going to go out with playing just a, about a minute of the song Gypsy. Oh, wow. Okay, and uh, we'll be right back. In the meantime, you'll find me on Twitter at Sharon Isis Rose or email us Sharon at whywearehere.info if you have any questions for our guest, uh, Brian McKnight Jr. And we'll be right back after the following announcement, but listen to a little bit of his song Gypsy. Tonight, but now 
There's no way that I can pretend, darling Cause you've got something that is more than real A different kind of thing, a different kind of feeling So what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Wouldn't you love to experience formidable, personal, transformational changes to highly benefit your life and those around you? Do you want to eradicate anything holding you back from living with focused clarity in a harmonious lifestyle of the highest of intent, vitality, and abundant well-being? Empowerment coach, energy healer, and visionary author Sharon Rose Washington is here to assist you in the revolution of your evolutionary self. In these unpredictable times, it is important to connect with one's own pure inner power base of expansive creativity, heightened intuition, and radiant fulfillment. To contact visionary Sharon Rose Washington for information or to make an appointment, call 323-960-5167 or email Sharon at whyweareherein.info for a free introductory consultation. For immediate empowerment coaching and energetic transformational healing services, please call 866-231-HEAL. That's 866-231-HEAL. It's time to celebrate the joyful life of the authentic origin you were meant to live. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
Welcome back to Why We Are Here with empowerment coach, energy healer, and visionary author, Sharon Rose Washington. If you have a question about the program or would like to share a comment, please send an email to Sharon at whywearehere.info. That's Sharon at whywearehere.info. Now, back to the show. Hello, welcome back. I'm Sharon Rose Washington with Why We Are Here and with our guest, Brian McKnight, Jr. We just listened to Gypsy, which is absolutely beautiful. It has it has like an ancient flow to it, but it's very cosmos, you know, like it's oh, yeah. something that's that's futuristic. What, what do you call your music? Do you define it as something? What style do you call uh, it? You know, it's funny you say futuristic because uh, if you look at the genre, when you pull my music up, it says the future. You know, when people anybody asks me, I actually, I, I call it the future. Only because... I feel like my love for futuristic movies, you know, I feel like it's influenced my imagination, honestly, the, uh, and that's influences my music. So when people, you saying futuristic is beautiful for me because that's honestly what I was, that's what I go for. You know, uh, progression, just, that's all it signals for me, you know. I wanted to take you farther, I wanted, but I want you to want to get there. I want you to take that ride, you know, to get there. What's Gypsy all about? It's so beautiful, so pretty. Gypsy, um, Gypsy is a, well, for, for me, it's about a girl, you know, that's in your grasp. You can see her, but you can't touch her. But she's looking at you, wanting you. Like, you could have her if you could reach her, you know. That's Gypsy for me. I'm telling her, you could, if, if, if you just let me get you, you can have whatever. I will give you the world. You know, take all you want from me. I just want to be where you are, you know. Gypsy. You write a lot of beautiful love songs, lyrics that deal with love. Uh, do you feel that uh, there's not enough love songs out there? There needs to be more. Are we singing about love enough? Um. I honestly, I, I do believe that there should be a lot more love songs, but I've always written about love, and it's always been a mature love, too. Even when I was young, 16, 17, my mom used to always ask me, like, how do you, how are you writing these songs? You know, when, when I finally stopped worrying about her being mad at me so much for writing a more older, you know, she, she finally was like, man, I don't know where you get this stuff. You know, kind of like Michael Jackson. Yeah, you know? kind of like Mike. Yeah, because yeah, he was young, oh, singing, singing yeah. incredibly deep love songs. You know, never can say goodbye. You're looking through the window, both of which were written by my uncle Clifton Davis. You know, that's beautiful. See, that's more talent, more talent in the family. Full circle. You know, that's what I say. I love that, but I feel like we're we're definitely in need of more love songs. You know, definitely. Now, what is your take on why you are here and then why we are here? So why are you here? Uh, I'm here, I feel, to, I don't want to say lead, and I don't want to say teach, but maybe to guide, to be a guide, if not for everyone, if not for a large group of people. If I am here, if not to influence that one person that down the line could very well make an incredible change. That's why I'm here. I feel like the talents that I've learned, the knowledge that I have been blessed to acquire at such a young age, and being able to instill that in my little brother and seeing how he influences people, I know that I am at least supposed to be a vessel for something much bigger than me. And would you say that's why all of us are here, or why, why are we all here, too? I would love to believe that that is why each and every one of us is here, to be bigger than ourselves and to realize that we have much more power than just influencing ourselves. And I don't believe that people notice that we have as much power over everything as we do. Other people are, you know, our environments, I feel like. That's, yeah, that's all we're here for. Okay, well, we have a couple of questions. Um, people emailed in to Sharon at whywe'rehere.info. Are uh, you ready to take a few oh, yeah. questions? Definitely. Okay. All right. The first question is from Blair, uh, St. Louis. He wants to know 
if you plan on collaborating with any hip-hop artists, and if so, who would you want to work with? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I'm a huge fan of hip-hop. You know, I, I, I can't deny that part of me. <laughs> um, honestly, if I had to choose, it would, it would, it would, it would, I don't want to say the Jay-Zs and the Kanye's and those common answers, you know, but Kendrick Lamar, man, he's incredible. You know, of the newer artists, just to keep it new, he is, he's talking about something, it's hip, it's got a message, and it's a positive message. And the fact that he's in hip-hop, he's a rapper, you know, he's a poet for me. That dude is telling his story, but has made it so universal that anybody can be that good kid, Mad City. Okay, let's get another question in here. It's from DeAndre from Carson, California. And um, wants to know if your studio... Do you have a studio? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, wants to know if your studio rents out to other artists. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, and how do they find you? How do they find you? If you, um, if you go to our cats, catsmusic.tumblr.com, you can get all our info. I actually can run... I run three different studios. One at my father's. Me and my little brother have our own studio. And um, my, uh, we run a studio out of my boy's place, too, all of which can be rented. Okay, Brandy is from Seattle, Washington. She wants to know if you'll be performing in Seattle soon. And are you looking for a, a woman who can cook who lives in Seattle? Oh, wow. You know, I love Seattle. I would love to get back and play in a, a bunch of those beautiful arenas there and stay at the Moreno Hotel. Again, that would be incredible. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, thank you very much for that, Brandy. Uh, the next question is from Big, Big Red from Atlanta, Georgia. Big Red wants to know if you plan on doing an, uh, an album with your pops. And if so, uh, would you write it together and would Nico be involved? Um, definitely. Actually, the album my father's putting out in March, we all collaborated on. Me and Nico are honestly the sole producers. This is the first project we've honored. We've all really meshed together and worked on. And I believe it's going to be that album that puts him back where he should be, you know, I'm really excited for him and glad that he finally let us be a part of it. You know, I, I, it's the one thing I honestly dreamed of, and I remember we were in a studio session working on it, and I told him that it was one of those things I dreamed of, all three of us being in there really working together. And the stuff we did is incredible. I, I can't wait for everybody to hear it. Well, we're looking forward to that. Uh, your music is so uh, revolutionary. You have a beautiful style of music. Why don't we play... Uh, the song yet to come that's another song that i really like okay oh yeah Baby, don't be scared 
That was fantastic. Are you always creating? Oh, all day, every day. I never stop. I can't even, I don't think I could anymore. It's just a, a revolving door. <laughs> is, is it kind of like when you're most happy? Uh... Um, you know, honestly, I write my best when I'm a little sad. And I write my, I write my most when I'm a little sad. You know, happy, it comes easier, but when I get into that flow, when I'm just a little on the gloomy side, on days like today, a little gloomy, you know, I, I'm able to tap into that zone a little deeper. It's interesting. What, what do you do for fun outside of music, you know, outside of writing and producing and playing music? Uh, um, I play ball. You know, I'm always with my boys. We're always doing something um, sports-wise. If not, I'm watching sports. You know, I'm, I've gotten back into playing a little video games. I, I went away with it for a while because it can become addicting. But um, I'm, I'm getting a lot more into art, you know, museums and you know hiking a lot more of outdoors things you know i've got my beard going on so i'm trying to really tap into more of that you know wielding an axe maybe a little bit of that stuff but um i'm i'm really reserved you know I, i don't have to always be doing a lot of craziness i'm usually reading you know i'm always deep in a book two or three at a time um writing really consumes all my time you know that's what my fun is you know it's People always ask me if it's more like a job for me, and I, I can honestly say that it's not. You know, I, I love every minute of it. Uh, here's, a, here's a crazy question. If, if there was no music, what do you think the world would be like without music? <sighs> Mundane. It would be boring, incredibly. You know, think art without color. Sure, some of it would be rather nice to look at, but... You're still going to be missing something, something. And I feel like if there was no music, we would feel that something was missing. may not be able to put our finger on, but we would know. Well, before you go, I, I have a question that I always ask everyone. First, I want to ask you where we can find you. So do you have your website and everything? Any information you want to give everyone, like people who want to reach the studio, you can repeat that. Oh, yeah. Um, you can find me on Twitter just at Archie McKnight, A-R-C-H-I-E McKnight. And my Tumblr is archiebeats.tumblr.com. You can find everything at those two places. Um, I'm, pretty, I'm real easy to find, actually. <laughs> okay. Do you have a, a, a Twitter, Twitter, what is that, that you want to yeah. maybe? Archie McKnight, that's me. Okay, great. Uh, before you go, like I said, I'm in love with the Matrix movies, and I have a question uh, that I ask all of my guests. Okay. Do you take the red pill or the blue pill? You know, and it's, I should know which one he takes that puts him in the major. What do you take? No, yeah. what do you take? Um, I'm going. You know, which pill was it? Which pill did he take? Because I, I, I'm Neo. You know, I, 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 I really feel like I am. That's me. You know, I, I absolutely love those movies. <laughs> I love those movies. Okay, well, Brian McKnight Jr., it's been an adventure and a pleasure having you on Why We Are Here. And we kind of had a mini concert. Oh, I I enjoyed it. Thank you for having me so much. I appreciate it. Beautiful. Take care. You too. And now for my final thought. My guest today, Brian McKnight Jr., is a beautiful, bright light in the world of music. And his prolific writing and gifts of singing, producing, and acting and playing various instruments are proof that the universe has an infinite supply of creativity available to all who are open to receive and do the work. Brian McKnight Jr. definitely has it in his DNA, from his ancestral lineage to croon like the best of those who came before him, but it's without a doubt clear that he has a polished and vivacious style all of his own that lifts the spirit and fills the heart with beauty, love, and joy. May he and his family's music keep blessing us with their melodic talent and musical genius always. We all have to take a moment, pause and wonder, and pontificate on why we are here. No life is meaningless. No breath is wasted. We are all a beautiful, natural part of creation making life happen. Until next time, please keep me in your heart. And I promise to always keep you in mind. Remember, the kingdom, queendom lies within. Always stay rooted in Mother Earth, lifted by Father Sky and continue to walk side by side with the ancestors. Have an enchanting evening. 
I'm your host, empowerment coach, healer, visionary author, Sharon Rose Washington. We hope you've enjoyed listening to visionary author Sharon Rose Washington and her insightful luminary guest. Please join us for another powerfully transformative show next Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on Why We Are Here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For questions, information, and appointments, Sharon can be reached at Sharon at whywearehere.info. Or for direct empowerment coaching and healing, call 866-231-HEAL. That's 866-231-H-E-A-L. Keep